Hey, welcome to another uh, episode of the Parent Pivot Podcast. I am Steve Cummings. I'm Julia Cummings. Hey, um, three things are new, maybe even four, about that I want to bring up. You ready for them? Yeah. First one, we normally record in the kitchen. <laughs> Today we're in our beautiful sunroom. It is a nice sunny day here in Georgia, and we're looking out at two acres of backyard, and it's like totally cool. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Yeah. The other thing is, since we've last been on the podcast, we have a new member of the family. We do. And her name is Florence Ember Upchurch. (laughs) She is a week old. Yeah. And she is living with us with her mom and dad, and we couldn't be more thrilled. That's kind of fun. Yeah, it's really fun. I'm very tired. (laughs) I have the morning shift. Uh, When my daughter gets up, I tell her, hey, I'm up at 7.30, so if you need any help, pop. That's what I go by, and you go by? Juju. So pop and juju. So I have the first shift where she looks at me and says, okay, could you watch Ember or Florence for a little while? Absolutely. So I've been doing that all weekend. That's been kind of fun. But they're getting into a rhythm. Pretty soon they won't need us early in the morning like they didn't need me this morning. She's a week old. She is a week old, and I could stare at her all the time. That's part of the Parent Pivot podcast is enjoy the grandkids because we just hold them and hand them back, yeah. <laughs> and that's been a, a fun joy. The other thing that I'm excited about is we um, are going to go over a, a listener to the podcast sent me a text mm. about their situation in their home uh, and things, and we're going to kind of address that um, with some options. You know, we're not we're not the uh, experts here that say, "Hey, you've got to go this way," or "Hey, you got to go that way." Um, and without having the liberty of having you guys sit across the, the table from us, we're going to kind of do the best we can. We went back and forth on text messages just to get some more information, and I asked her for permission. Can we share your story on the Parent Pivot Podcast. She said, absolutely. Yeah. So the next step is if you have more questions, we're just going to need to have it set up a, a call and stuff. But wanted to go through that. They um, live uh, in a neighboring state. <laughs> <laughs> she says she's listened to all the podcasts in 2023. I'm like going, wow, this is this is one of our good listeners. diehearted listeners and stuff. Yeah. So um, their daughter just recently graduated from school and she got her degree um, uh, in vocal music and a performance degree with a minor in musical theater. And uh, she wants to uh, pursue this world of music, kind of like our kids. Yeah, our, our kids our, are... Our new mom and dad. They're pursuing acting. They're pursuing acting. So I yeah. get that, you know. And, and the other thing I want to say, too, even as we talk about this, this next generation, as we've talked about in all of our podcasts, they're not like the baby boomers. No, they're very different than we are. I mean... I, we shouldn't like. Not, not this is a blank. This is a blanket statement. Not yes. all of them are going to fall into that category, but right. we're just we're making a blanket statement. There are plenty that take a very traditional sure um, job. They're go getters. Off yeah. they go. Yeah, their journey is different. Right. But, but for the most part, they're they're taking longer to maybe get through school, find their career, get married, have kids, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I was I was ready to go when I was sixteen, and I got to get married, get a house, get a job graduate yeah. school. I mean, I was like off and running going, I, we couldn't do it fast enough. Yeah. That next generation behind us, not so much. And a lot of them too are graduating with so much um, debt. They have a house payment essentially. Yeah. Like what we would consider a house payment. Yeah. Um, they're paying off their student loans yeah. that are that big. Right. So right. It's, um, it's a different world. It's a very different world. And if you live in a more expensive area, it's even harder to move True. out. Yeah, like, like even here in Georgia where we're at, I mean, the high-density apartments are going up all around us. They're knocking down trees, building them, and they want 2000 a month yeah. for 800 square feet, Yeah, and that's a one-bedroom. And that's just like, you got to be kidding. So you got that going against you, Yeah, trying to find a place to live. So yeah, if you're in a more affluent area, 
it, it could be it could be harder. Yeah. But yeah. just gotta keep looking. Anyway, uh, back to our friend um, about her daughter who's turning 24 in April. So she's graduated from school, got these uh, music degree, performing degree. That's what she wants to do. Um, and things and they are uh, giving her space to spread her wings and she was asking one question how long do we sit back and watch right um so we'll, we'll come back to that um and then her and her husband it sounds like they both probably work from home or at least they have normal hours mm-hmm. so picture you know say eight to five job nine to five job or whatever right. and she's an entrepreneur so she's a go-getter mom is mom yeah. is yeah. Yeah. So that's amazing. If you start your own business, man, that that tells me a lot about you right away. Yeah. If you've uh, made things. a business work. And, yeah. 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 And so your your typical college student who's come back home, graduated, is probably sleeping in a little, and that's what she is. She doesn't get up till uh, nine nine or ten in the morning, and they're uh, around the hours. But then she works like from three to nine p.m. every day. So she got different hours. Yeah. Um, and things like that. Um, what else? She's just asking, how do we pivot and watch them struggle is making it uh, and making it in a career that they would not have chosen? Right. That, and that's, you know, that's that's the question right there. That's hard. You know, it's funny. At the beginning of the podcast, we have that um, clip from Friends. Right. Where right. Ross is yelling, pivot, pivot, pivot. Yep. And the humor in it is he's yelling pivot in hopes that he can pivot and he yells it louder and louder, knowing he's going to get stuck. He's holding a, he and his friends are holding a couch and there's just, on it's a impossible. stairwell right. and there's nowhere to go and right. they get absolutely stuck. Yeah. And that's a metaphor for kind of what we're talking about is that, okay, I really want to pivot. I'm trying to pivot. You're I'm, speaking as a parent. As a parent, right. yeah. But this I'm, isn't happening. It's not happening. I'm forcing a couch up the stairs and, and now this isn't I working. Am st- Duck. What the heck do I do now? How do I get this couch up the stairs when I know it needs to go up to the fourth floor? Yeah, exactly. That's a good analogy. I like that. Yeah. Wow. Tied that back in. Yeah. So yeah. I would, I, let me start because I'm going to give, I'm going to give one avenue. I know. And I'll give the other one. And Steve <laughs> will give the other avenue. And the bottom line is, uh, to our friend out there that wrote, wrote to us, um, there's the, no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong here. You and your, your spouse need to sit down and pray about this and go, what works best for us? You know your child better than we do. We're just going off of some facts that you sent us on a text message, doing our best to kind of sit in your shoes. We see some good things yeah. that I really want to uh, emphasize. Like for, for one, um, uh, well, go ahead uh, before I jump ahead. Yeah, because you're going to yeah. give... We, we decided that... To give different perspectives. Yeah. So my perspective is going to be more along the lines of how do we move her along and get her out of the house? Right. Um, because she's obviously not re- not quite ready. Um, but I, I'm wondering, and again, I don't have you sitting across the table from me, but I'm wondering if you saw her moving forward, if that makes a difference. So... My question would be, because it sounds like she's a very hard worker. She's working multiple jobs. She's got strange hours, which can be frustrating. And I know that because I've had people live in my home who I wish that they would get up in the morning and leave. <laughs> well, that, yeah, we Airbnb at our basement for like a year and a half. And it's like when the guests came, someone would just camp out and stay there all day. Yeah. And so just having someone in your house all the time, if you're there, right? especially if you're working from home, that can feel, I, I know that that is very frustrating. There's right. just always somebody there. Right. Um, so, but my question would be, is she moving forward? Is, as she gets these paychecks, is she... 
Uh, does she have a savings account? Is she working toward? They, they, she does say in the text that she's paying out something, something for rent. Nothing. Okay. So she's there's right, but I'm wondering about savings. Gotcha. So, and and to the rent piece, I've said this before. Like a great method would be if you don't need that money for rent, to set it aside in an account that she doesn't know about. She doesn't know it exists but that you're setting it aside for her so that she will, that you can then hand it off to her when she's ready to make um, rent outside of the home where at least she has first and last month's payment because that sometimes, that deposit getting into a place can be the biggest hoop to jump Well, there's other hidden moving uh, moving costs too. It's like, oh, I've got to buy a refrigerator or I've got to buy a couch. Which a lot of times we go to Facebook Marketplace, find something that's used. Yeah. But again, there's still those are expenses that if you're moving in with other people or one roommate, right. that stuff needs to be dis- decided about. Right. But yes. So that, that would be my first thing because part of her being able to move out is to have the money to do it. Yeah. So the other piece is in this text message, she also talked about that she has 20-somethings in her home every week and whatever, and that it sounds like several of them yeah. would love to move out. Yeah. I, another question would be, hey, have they all talked together, talked about moving out? You might have to get a two-bedroom apartment and actually share the space, which could be a bummer, you know, sharing an apartment or a bedroom in your apartment right. with somebody else. Right. It's kind of what you did in college. Right. Um, but at least it's out of the house. Or a big group sharing a house right. together. I've, we've seen that happen where four or five guys or yeah. four or five girls yeah. will move into a house. Yeah. Our daughter-in-law lived, you know, she lived in Newport Beach. was a very expensive area. And, you know, they it was a two or three bedroom place and they all kind of shared. And they lived where they wanted to live, but they had to make a sacrifice to do that. I also knew guys... Back in our day, and granted, it was less expensive then, but um, 10 guys, 10 of them who shared a house together. Yeah. Um, I've known right now, currently, our son and daughter-in-law are actually sharing their house yep. and sharing rent with um, her our sister. daughter-in-law's sister and her husband. Right. So if they're finding a way to make it work. Right. So there are these um, ways that it can work. It will be a sacrifice because right. it's not going to be, oh, I'm living on my own. I'm living, I at least have a bedroom of my yeah, own. Yeah, it's the next step. It's like, it's it's not, yeah. and it, it, each of these seasons don't last forever. I think part of it is we think this is the way it's going to be because we don't see an end point. And right. for whatever reason, this is just the way life's going right. to be. And, and we panic inside and we get anxiety. It's like, well, wait a minute. I didn't sign up for this. Right. So, and this is so on my side of this possible journey. Yes. Um, would be... You know, the the questions being asked of how long do we do this? Right. Um, and that's always the question, right? Like, how long do we do this? And my thinking is, uh, we can't make that choice for you. We can't say what the right or wrong answer yeah, is. Yeah, it's not in concrete. That, like Steve said, you and your husband need to be on the same page and figure that piece out. But it would be a good idea maybe to sit down with your daughter and come up with an end date. So she knows what the end date is. Yeah. She knows what she needs to, how much she needs to save every paycheck. And she knows 
that this is that I need to be talking to friends about finding roommates and such. And let me ask you this: me being the strong J in the Myers Briggs, sometimes I can come across and say, "Okay, we want uh, in you know six months or twelve months, we're, I'm setting the time." Whereas I'm wondering, is it okay to say, "What do you think is a good time frame?" What, what, what's, what are some thoughts going through your heart and mind? And sometimes we can say, hey, I want to have a conversation in a week. Be thinking about these things, yeah. you know, just as open-ended stuff. Like, hey, we're here to support you in your career. We love what you're doing. You're a hard worker, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we also want to help you, you know, get out uh, when, you're, when you're ready. So if you could be thinking about those things, let's, let's sit down at the table and let's have lunch or something or do whatever and have that one or two hour conversation and, yeah. and let them come up with that first as yeah. opposed to, um, I don't want to say dictating, but making it yourself. Yeah. And it's one of those things that, you know, I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, when my kids were small, listening to or reading something that talked about, hey, if you ask your kids what their punishment should be, they're punished, they would probably choose something more harsh than you would. Um, and I think maybe this that this is the same, doing the open-ended question, they might come up with something that would be pleasing to you. Um, if you're feeling uncomfortable right now, like with her turning 24 and, and whatever, maybe 25 is your limit. Maybe you're going, you know what, by the time she's 25, I, she really needs to be out on her own. Maybe yeah. that's what you're thinking. Maybe you're thinking more, I don't know. Maybe you're thinking less. Right. I don't right. know. Um, but to set her up well in moving forward, that might be, number one, it's a conversation you need to have. Right. Number two, um, to help organize financially. It doesn't mean that you necessarily have to give her anything, but to help her organize financially, right. she might need that help. She might not have that executive functioning at this point where she can actually piece it all together. Sounds like she's very talented on the creative side. Right. So and she may be more right brain than left brain. Right. Wait, what's the... Well, whichever... The right, right brain... Right brain's more creative, right? I always forget. I think it's... Is whichever. It, yes, I think it's right brain. I think... Because left... A lot of creative people what's, are left What's handed. the financial stuff? The financial piece? Was that... Yeah, Financial Piece University. By uh, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. You can get that course yeah. and, and so go through there, that. So there... You know, if she is more of a creative type, it might be harder for her to do that executive functioning yeah. piece where she's actually organizing that. So it may be, hey, would you like me to take your paycheck, you know, every, every time you get a paycheck and help you disperse that and give you the money to live off of. Um, again, taking the money that she's paying you for rent and putting that aside for her without her knowing. Or just even just doing um, that piece, but... Yeah, but there are a lot of things that I think you you could, in a conversation, have a conversation with her. Um, I'd push back a little bit on trying to control too much of the finances. I'm not talking about controlling. I'm talking about asking if she would okay. like that. Okay. But in the process, you have to be sitting with their, sitting there, either teaching her or, like you said, send her off to Financial Peace University. You know, well, class. you don't send anybody off, but you can buy the buy the thing. Yeah, yeah. Dave well, Ramsey. They have them at churches, though. Right. They have those at churches where you can go and attend. Right. And. Um, so that she's learning those pieces. Those are the things that I'm thinking about because a lot of kids, they, if they didn't work in high school and if they didn't work in college, they haven't had to learn to function as an adult, really. So this is their first time stepping into it. Right. 
Um, our generation, I knew a lot of people that worked full-time, sometimes more than one job, and went to school full-time, and paid for it themselves. That would be me. Right. You do not see kids do that today, and you don't see parents let them do that today. We see parents say, oh, they turned 16, here's a car. Right. We see parents go, oh, you know what? You're going to college. You need to just have the college experience. Just get good grades for four years. So pause on that because she was saying, did we we enable her too much by paying for college education? And my response is no. No, that's not doing too much. No. Um, I wouldn't say any of this is enabling. I mean, you can answer the question whether or not... If you're feeling taken advantage of and you're not seeing that they're grateful or recognizing that, maybe possibly, you know, you start recognizing that and, and things. But for the most part, you know, we as parents have the resources and and sometimes they get the scholarships and that's great. Like when I worked at a Christian university and when the president told me that my kids could have 90% off of tuition, I looked at him and said, how many toilets do I need to clean and how long do I need to stay here? Right. You know, so as parents, we're the ones that have the established careers. It makes sense to be able to say, hey, we're going to cover this. But the one thing we didn't cover for our kids was they wanted to live on campus. We said, you know what? We have a house. We have two rooms. You are welcome to live here rent free while you're going to school. But they chose to want to live on campus. Great. I said, that part's on you. And they got school loans and they paid for that. So, right. And they're still paying back those school loans. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So... All that to say, I'm just kind of going through these different scenarios of what could be happening, what you can do, what could be an option. But ultimately, and I'm going to let you take the this second sure, piece. Sure. Ultimately, you and your spouse need to be on the same um, page. Right. And you need to realize you are different than she is. Correct. And that's where your different journey And it's a different comes. day and age, too, than when we were motivated and went up. So, yeah, I was just going to speak to this part as our friend was, as I'm reading a text message again. Um, she said, we just didn't think it would be this hard to watch now nine months later. Yeah. When I hear that, I hear um, that there was an expectation that this wasn't supposed to take this long, nine months uh, and things. And so my path that I'm going to talk on is if you want to swing the pendulum to the other side, and I'm not talking about fully enabling and just going, hey, whatever, stay here till you're 90 years old, your your family can live (laughs) with us. That is not what I'm talking about. Um, I do know that in this this age of them, this, this generation wants to follow their dreams. Yeah. You know, and so she's got the creative side to us. She's very uh, talented music wise, performing. So that alone, just that path takes a while. Well, and if I can interject also, if you're a believer, then part of your belief system is that God created her to use her gifts. Right. That that is a God given gift that he desires for her to use. Right. Um, now, granted, there are 5,000 different ways that she can use that gift. Right. Um, but something's on her heart to move in right. that direction. Yeah. So so coming from the other side, so like Julia was sharing the side that is the, okay, here's the, and I'm just going to call it, for me, this is the way Steve needs to explain it, the more cerebral part, here's what we can set up, mm-hmm. you know, with, uh, like she talked about with the time frame and, and the finances and whatever to get her moving in a direction. Right. I'm going to call that more from the head. I'm going to come from the heart. And that doesn't mean that our friend here uh, that we're talking to, it doesn't mean that you're not coming from the heart. So just help, help me out here. Give me <laughs> give me some space here. But what, what I mean by that is um, with our uh, with, with having your, your 20, 
almost 24-year-old now home, it's like, hey, how can I love her well and support those gifts, knowing that this will take some time? I may need to say, hey, instead of next year, I may, I may have to say, you know what, I'm, I'm willing to go uh, a, f- a few more years than that, but again, still communicate it. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, though, you have to remove all expectations about sleeping, when they sleep, yeah. uh, when they come home, um, and how long this is taking, saying, you know what, every day that she's here is a blessing, because you're going to have days where you're going to look back on this and going, I miss having her here. Yeah. Maybe you won't. Maybe you're like ready to go travel, stuff like that. So um, Yeah, but you can travel with a 24-year-old at home. Yeah. <laughs> and the other part is, too, is we are so used to these normal jobs, 8 to 5. Uh, it just, it's, it's, that's not the way it's happening anymore. Yeah. And this next generation, they're, they're doing everything. I mean, we, we've got um, kids that are trying to make a living doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, they're very responsible. Your daughter uh, is very responsible. She's not just staying in the basement, sleeping all day. Um, in her bathrobe, uh, watching soap operas, and and doing nothing. That would be a whole different story. Um, she's motivated, and it just it it takes a while in this career um, and things uh, to get out there and get noticed and watch it take off. Um, she's she's probably got a, something ticking in her own head that's like going, hey, you know, um, they have to figure out, you know what, this isn't working, so I need to shift and pivot myself mm-hmm. to something else because I'm tired of this and I don't want to do this. Yeah. So there is going to come that moment if she's that motivated um, and it's not working, she's going to pivot her in her own way to doing something else and going, you know what, maybe it is time for, you know, a different um, thing. Uh, to do and this isn't working or she might find um, the voice lessons that she's giving or community theater uh, as a way to meet that exercising of her gifts and enjoy that and stuff so yeah anyway so as far as time frame goes um, I I wouldn't put a time frame on it necessarily in the get-go other than to at least you know do have that conversation and say hey um, we're, we're gonna we love the fact that you're here and you're doing this and that means you're going to have to overlook all of the extra dishes in the sink or parking in the driveway or whatever else that's starting to rub you the wrong way and give that to the Lord and saying, I don't want these things to bother me anymore. I don't want to be critical. I don't want to have a critical heart toward her. I want to have a heart that loves. So because she is definitely look back and go, Mom, Dad, those years when I was trying to find myself and get started in my career, it meant so much to me that I didn't feel pressured uh, that I had to leave, mm-hmm. that you loved me well, you let me take the time I needed to establish the career, and it wouldn't have happened without that happening. That's going to be a huge um, blessing to hear and things as as that happens. I, what I, do you want to push back on? I, <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, I see it in your face. The only piece I want to push back on. So we're just talking about two different journeys here. Yep. And um, But when you talked about overlooking the dishes and the car. Again, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago that it's okay to have a conversation with, oh, sure. with your adult child going, you know what? I'm really struggling with this in my home. Would you please make sure that you do this? Yeah. There's nothing that, nope. that you don't have to just be a doormat and no, just and that, go, that, that, oh, make all the mess that you want and I'm fine right. with it. That's. The, I think for me, it's like I, I'm working for myself in my own life to be less critical and not right. let the little things bug me. Right. So that's why I'm saying it that way. Right. It, it makes me be more healthy because right. otherwise I'm so detailed. I see every crumb. 
Uh, I'm the one taking care of the floors. I see every detail, this, that, 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 and I can get very critical real quick, and then it affects my relationships. So that's why I said that. Yeah. Uh, the that's, funny that's thing me. is that how Steve and I have taken these different, we're talking about different journeys. The journeys that we're talking about are the ones that are probably more difficult for us. Right. So I'm a more fly by the seat of your pants kind of person. Okay. I'm a more type B. I'm more just lax in, in many things. Um, when it comes to the home, I'm not. But... Um, and sometimes and, I've been the over-the-top type A. Right, and you're very type A. So Steve is working on that side of him. Right, I'm trying to not be so abrasive. saying chill, yep. and I'm working on that side that's a little more organized right. and put together right. type of thing. And so it's kind of funny that we take these different stances, so to speak. Um, and there's probably a happy medium that right. is maybe right for this person exactly that's and that's why we're sharing both sides like going hey here's the two perspectives that we're seeing from two different personalities and why we say what we're doing so you'd understand that but ultimately you and your husband need to sit down and pray about it give it some time uh pray pray over your daughter you know give it to the i guess i I would end by talking about this going you know we can sit here and talk about this all the time it's like wait the one person that we really need to ask is the father Mm -hmm. so hey father show us how you want us to love our daughter well in this season that she's doing this and and just wrap that in prayer uh give it a a a good week or so before you uh, bring up saying let's have a conversation if that's the route you want to go but really ask him to show you and that you guys would both be at peace with the way to move forward that's really the end uh counsel and advice that we really want to come down to uh the two sides are totally up to you we just want to present two different uh, perspectives another piece i want to just bring up too is the fact that it sounds like your your daughter doesn't have a significant other right now. Yeah, or the, it does like there's any siblings too. Yeah, I don't know. But, that um, may... but I'm curious, you know, this is what you hear time and time again, you know, that significant other comes along, suddenly right. they're Things change getting quickly. married yeah. and they moved out and then a year later they're moving back in anyway and saving while they're planning a wedding. Right. Um, I hear that a lot. So... And, you know, as far as, so Steve explained how he was, like he worked his way through college and all right. that. I took eight years to get through college. Yes, you did. Um, I was not a partier, but I liked to have fun and I was not disciplined with school. So it took me a long time to get through. I did work the whole time, um, but it took me a while. And I stayed at home until I was 25 and got married. Actually, I left to go to school for a year and a half, and I didn't like how much school cost, and so I came back home and went to local college. Um, so I was kind of a boomerang-ish, but I stayed at home until I got married and you had a at job. 25, yep. and I had uh, had jobs, um, not that paid well. I couldn't have lived outside of the house. But you weren't, you weren't, but, you didn't just sit around the house doing nothing. You were no. always on the move. In fact, you no. Were, yeah. But I'm sure my parents would have loved if I had. You know, graduated. I got through in four years. Graduated from college. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my dad was a very successful, successful attorney. Right. And so, I'm sure he would have preferred that. Right. But that's not the way I did it. Right. Um. And I turned out fine. Yes, you did. I married at 25, and here we are. Yep. 
And you're still turning out fine, which is funny. You're coming more. You're becoming more like me, and I'm becoming more like you. So yes. at, at, we're hitting 36 years coming up this April. So it uh, has been a joy every minute of <laughs> every it. Every minute. Every minute. But anyway, um, so our friend that sent us the text message, thank you, thank you for trusting us so much to talk about your situation uh, and whatever. I hope I hope we're providing some helpful counsel and advice. Um, let us know. Uh, we're still here to keep having that ongoing conversation. And if you're listening today to the Parent Pivot Podcast and you've got a situation going on with an adult child, whether they're graduated college and are living back at home or or some other scenario, maybe they are starting, they're about ready to get married or are getting married or they're having kids or whatever. We have been through gosh, quite a bit with our adult kids. Yeah. We've sent them on the mission field. We were just talking about today sending our, our, our oldest when he was 18. Uh, we wrapped him in prayer at, at LAX. We we're sending him off to Liberia, Africa. And we're like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. uh, and so we sent him off to, uh, this was back in 2008? Eight. 2008 uh, and things. And uh, our kids have all been all over the world. And there are some parents that are just like, I won't let my kid go you know, down the street. And like going, you know what? They belong to the Lord. Right. That's the. I think that's the ultimate foundation for any of this that we talk about. Yeah. Is our kids, they belong to the Lord. Yeah. And I wanna. I'm a steward of that relationship. And as we pivot from parent to partner, how do I steward my relationship with my adult child as they grow up? I want to be the wind beneath their wings, but I don't want to be taken advantage of. I don't want them. I want to see them, you know, fly out of the nest and be successful. And all those things. And then, you know, for type A's like me, it's like, okay, the clock's running. You know, let's get going <laughs> and things. But anyway, if you have if you have something going on, uh, feel free to reach out and text me like our friend did. And I'll give you my, my cell phone number. I, she texted me one, two, in fact, it was last Tuesday night at 8 o'clock at night. I'm going, hey, who's this? Uh, you can reach me at 714-742-9625 if you would like a free copy of Jim Burns' book, um, Doing life with your adult children. Keep your mouth shut and the welcome mat out. We still have some of those. You can text me that. Give me your address. We sent one out to a friend uh, uh, named Charlotte, and she got a, a free copy. So if you'd like one, we'll do that. We also have copies of Randy Alcorn's book, uh, Treasure Principle, which talks about hey, how how much how, what is generosity? And we talked had a podcast about you know being generous to our kids. So anyway, reach me at seven one four seven four two nine six two five, and you can also email us at parentpivotpodcast at gmail.com. My wife is reading text messages <laughs> while I'm closing the podcast. Are you kidding me? It's from our oldest son. Fine. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. If uh, We'd love it if you would rate us and review us and look at our Facebook page. And uh, thanks for being us. We'll see you next time on the Parent Pivot Podcast. Bye.